good morning and yes we are back at it again here we are getting ready to start our third day of at least 20 to 15 15 20 minutes excuse me of just spending time and commitment to what we have promised to shed dead skin how do we do that great that you asked what is dead skin i'm so honored to answer these questions we are shedding dead skin this is the how how do we do this is by devoting time to god in prayer and just communication with him together are you listening and you're getting ready for your morning or evening or better yet you listen to this as you're getting ready to go to bed to put your mind at peace not you but him so that your mind can meditate on what the word says what are we talking about what is this dead skin the dead skin to be honest look it's any dry place it's any area where you know how they have those signs where it says dead in the road it's basically that mentally and spiritually on the physical aspect of course you see a dead end you're going to turn around that's easy but to apply that mentally and spiritually it's different because that's something you cannot see sometimes so you have to devote time the quality of time and the quantity and we talk about that in day one where we have to just seriously develop a commitment and um, that's day two we talk about commitment and what what can I commit to every day okay 15 10 a, a podcast to listen to to help me get to my get my words out help me get my brain clicking anything that's going to help us walk in our purpose that's pretty much what I'm talking about so that dry area it could be it could be communication levels it could be a language that we're still using it could be habits that we haven't let go it could be people in our lives that we really need to separate ourselves from it could be things that we said that you know i I really want to do this but it's not time we have to be mature in the timing you know what i'm saying we have to listen to his timing we may be ready but we may not be fully equipped because we didn't wait on his time okay he's not going to bless something he didn't create so once again this is your girl lady loach you're listening to just get us started today we're going to go through a few more scriptures um, than usual like the last couple days we didn't do that we just took on one but i just want you to know um today will be a great day and i'm super excited that you are still here So we're going to go ahead and get started. This is a beautiful day that the Lord has made. We are going to be glad and rejoice in it. Now, I have been going strong for three days. Extra devotional time, extra time putting in meditation on what to say. I'm coming on here. But today, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit unprepared because I, I spent thinking about what to talk about. And that sometimes a little bit too much time you know how you have too much time on your hands where you kind of start doing stuff that you don't need to do um it's basically like a distraction so like i said every every episode i'm telling you i go back and listen to it because i need it myself there's things that like i said i'm there's no way i'm imperfect god made me imperfectly perfect that's what i tell myself he made me that way because even in my weaknesses even in those flaws like i just said i know i need to record but i'm distracted i'm on social media i'm looking at other people's posts i'm somewhat taking my free time but not doing what i need to do with it you know and it's like where did my time go well i used it for the wrong thing so like i tell y'all you know 
live with a purpose, speak with a purpose, do do what you need to do on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Help someone, speak for someone. Uh, excuse me, not speak for someone, but speak up. You know, speak up. Use your voice. Don't feel silenced. Um, I still have to rehearse that daily. I'm telling you, okay? We, we not. It's not like um, somebody creates, you know, a platform and they step on it and they're bigger than everybody. No, it's just that this is where I'm positioned. But I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm. Um, you struggle. I struggle. Okay. That's something all humans have in common. No matter where you from, Africa or Atlantic City, we we all have struggles. You know what I'm saying? North, south, east, west. We all have struggles. So today, I want to talk about a struggle that happened in the Bible. The very first struggle that really struck us um, as a whole. Because God created man, and He created it in His image. You know what I'm saying? He created. We are created like Him. So when we see ourselves and we begin to look and see things that we don't like, you know, we have to come into understanding about where am I? You know, that's that's one of my biggest things as a life coach. I always ask everyone that you know that want accountation. You know, okay, let's let's identify. Let's, and sometimes it's lost for words because we have not seen ourselves as God has seen us, and that takes time to understand what he sees. We can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, God gave me this point of view. Now, if you've been in the Word, you've been meditating, you've been doing the practical with him, then yes, he can do that. He can bless you with that gift, but it is him using you. You know what I'm saying? He's in you, working with you, allowing you to see that, but on our own, without him, sir so we're gonna get straight into this first piece and like I said this is straight just authentic this is me you and God and I don't have I have some notes but I don't have what I normally do and I think I'm getting away from more of like a scripted podcast for in the morning because it needs to be um, just straight real you know raw like I did you know season it needs to be like this where there all the edits and mistakes and things like that I'm gonna leave them in here I have to let you know that I'm a real person I'm not I fall I get up you know what I'm saying there's times where I fall I feel like I can't get up but God allows me to know that in him I can't stand on my own but he comes and helps me I take one foot at a time you know and I'm just really excited for us to go seek him and so that in today we seek him early and we will find him in whatever we need you know what i'm saying so we're going to start with genesis 4 and 8 now this is the very beginning of the bible and it talks about cain and abel these are two brothers and these two brothers actually i don't know if their relationship started at a young age where they disliked one another but this is at the very end okay this is the very end of what their dislikes were really not there but Cain's dislike for Abel became an action and it's so important to be able to know um, you know what to look for uh, because all of their all of this time you know um, at this time you had to bring an offering and it had to be the you know the very precious fresh fresh excuse me fresh and you know, it had to be 
a genuine offering and it had to be the best. You know, you want to give God your best. This is where we began to know that we have to, you know, give back unto God as God has given unto us. And so, um, if the story, if I if I say this right, I know the story goes something about how Cain gave an offering of, you know, somewhat of a, of a best gathering of what he had. But Abel was able to give a lamb, the most youngest, precious lamb, and God really, he, he, you know, he, he, he liked that. That's what he, maybe, maybe I shouldn't use like, but he really honestly accepted that gift, that offering, and Cain's was denied, and so from there, that's where it sparked, you know, the, the confusion was never in, um, what did I do wrong? The confusion was, why, why is Abel better than me? I'm thinking that's what I'm thinking, that that's where they began to, to kind of like hit conflict with one another, because they're brothers, blood brothers at that, because Eve and Adam, that's their mom and dad. So, um, let's go ahead and get into this. So, 4 and 8, that's Genesis, I'm reading from the King King James Version and the New, the New Living Translated Version, so both of them, they have, um, pretty much the same thing like I said yesterday I used the new living translated version it's easier to read but for this phrase I really wanted to use the King James version so it says and Abel talked excuse me let me start over and Cain talked with Abel his brother and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain and this is where I want you to, to really think about this he rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Slew is basically killed. And in the New Living Translated Version, it says, um, and it's so amazing how we can have the same scripture. Same scripture said in, a, in an exact same way, just with, you know, a translation of it. So it says in New Living Translation, um, one day Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the field. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother, Abel, and killed him. Now, I know that's pretty rough to start right there, especially right now early in the morning. But I just want you to hold it just to the side. You know, put it to the side, put it in a, in a thought that, you know, okay, I hear it. I'm, I'm wondering, you know. Why is this put first? And we're going to get back to that. So let's go ahead and go to Romans 9 and 12. Now, Romans is like, that's my favorite book. That's one of my places where I started my podcast at. My podcast at. Y'all have to excuse me. Like, I do speak pretty fast, but it is really out of habit. Um, And I get excited and then I have to, like, calm down. (laughs) So, um... Romans 9 and 12 in the New Living Translated Version says, He calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. She was told, your older son will serve your younger son. And this is something I believe we may have talked about already, but this is something that I usually read a lot because... This passage is talking about how Isaac, um, him and his wife had a baby, uh, two babies, twins, and before they even came out in the womb, God had assigned something to them, 
and so basically this is just me reading this passage again I think we did read this um, yesterday and so the elder serves the younger that's what the King James Version says the elder serves the younger so I just want you to take that and put it down on the side again and we're just going to read all the scriptures and then I'm going to go through and give you what God has given me we're going to start our day okay so now we have 2 Timothy 1 and 7 and we're going to go with the New Living Translated Version and I want you to this is a very familiar passage right here so 2 Timothy again chapter 1 verse 7 it says in the New Living Translation Version for for God has not given us a spirit of fear humility but of power love and self-discipline and I love I'm telling you I love how it's said in this Bible it's, it's just and love power love and self-discipline okay this is just mm, I'm telling you I'm super excited to share this with you and then we're going to go to Timothy 2 and 7 in the New Living Translation version it says, think about what I am saying. The Lord will help you understand all things. All these things. Excuse me. All these things. And in, and in the King James Version, so good to know that God he gives us foundational clues to know that in him we are going to prosper in him it, there is prosper there's nothing impossible um, with God we when we begin to become more into him we, we're going to be prosperous it's not a surprise that we succeed because in him he is success so, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7 in the King James says, Consider mm, what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. In how many things? Yes, in all things. And so that's where we're going to close right there. So, somehow, I know this may seem like it's jumbled uh, up all around the Bible where it started at Genesis and Romans and Timothy but I'm telling you there's definitely an order here so if we go back and we want to thank God for the hearers of the word you know we want to be doers of the word and we want to be able to understand understand his message in his word because the Bible is a coded a coded book and we have to seek the answers and to seek the answers we have to study what the answer is the answer is God the answer is Jesus Christ and so that's basically what we're doing together um, so we started in Genesis. We talked about Cain and how he suggested, that was the New Living uh, Translated Version, he suggested that we go out in the field. And to me, when I hear this, it's like back then the earth was so full. So the field, it's not like the field that we refer to or we hear when we, you know, it's not, it's nothing that we can really honestly grasp because this area is so beautiful it's, it's 
it's it's the it's like a place where you should be at peace that you should be able to walk in the field and be at peace because that's what God has created he created the peace but I want you to know that Cain was Cain and Abel had two different mindsets at this point at, at, at chapter 4 verse 8 Cain's mindset was how do I how do I get there without the work that's what I think that I definitely feel and hear when I read what Cain did because Cain he came up with a plan to kill his brother to slew him and to lure him in a place where he was not seen by the public so he had to intentionally you know he really did commit a huge sin and in committing that sin he was organized he used strategy he did um he did something that had never really been done yet because they were the only people there and so this type of sin had been in some ways or another it had been told to us that this can happen you know somebody like Cain will rise somebody will be able to um have this opportunity and so we we need to be able to know just like Abel it doesn't we didn't Abel did not let his brother's perception get to him and that's why we go to the next one um however this situation happened you know God seen and then he he asked he came back the next the next scripture in verse 9 it asked it says he God asked him he says where's your brother where's your brother and then he then he turned around and told God I'm not my brother's keeper and so that statement alone it comes with so much um you know it's just I can't even understand I really can't but at the end of the day I want you to take away and know that Cain suggested that they go into the field, able knowing that in his right mind, this is my brother, my brother loves me, why not? Why not go here with my brother? Why not trust him? And that trust or that, you know, why not uh, became still, it, it became something that God is definitely definitely going to tell us the message right here in verse uh, Romans 9 and 12 he says that he knows basically he calls us not according to our good or bad works so when she was told you understand um, Isaac's wife was told a message from God that her older son would so serve her younger son and in this um, and in this story right above I would have to go back and look but I believe yes yeah, so at the very beginning um, of chapter 4 Adam and Eve they had the baby and they had um, they had him and he, yeah so the very first baby was Cain so he was the oldest and then she gave birth to Abel and Abel was a keeper of the sheep. And so that's verse 1 and 2 um, briefly. And so 
basically it says that I have gotten a man from God and she gave birth and bared another son, Abel. Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So they had already started at two different positions. But the thing is, you have to know that even in the position that God puts you in, he puts you there because he knows what you are, that you're capable of doing. He knows that you can be a good tiller of the ground if you don't look at it as if, why has God done this to me? This is a horrible place. I can't. No, he can put, he can put you in a horrible spot, you know, and, and bless you because um, that's how God is. God will let you know. He can put somebody over here with the sheep and they can be a shepherd. And then at the same time, you are my brother and I have a harder job than you. How come that how come again we answered on the first day of this shedding that skin how by if Cain would have spent some quality time if he would have spent the quantity of the time that he spent planning on trying to kill his brother and put that into praying and understanding what God really wanted him to do he could have offered the right type of sacrifice I'm pretty sure but things have to be fulfilled so that God can get glory so we're going to go ahead and go to Romans 9 and 12 again this is where she was told his wife that her older son would so serve her younger son and in this same 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 scenario Cain is older and Abel is the younger one now the younger one passes away so Cain as the story goes Cain was cursed he lived a life where people did not mess with him because of what God had really God let him know like you you don't do this you don't do this you know and um the older person he served the younger you know how this is how because he lived a long life and that sin that he committed people knew that they didn't want to do that they didn't want God to to come and, and put a punishment on them because of you know whatever had happened and that um and that idol and that idol that he created in his mind that he needed to acquire by killing his brother he knew that i'm going to teach you to come desire me or to come you know you're going to be so humble because of what wrong you have committed you're going to serve a longer purpose to make sure other people commit right things if that makes sense so that's how i see those two blending together and then second timothy 1 and 7 it talks about for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, this is my favorite scripture, I'm telling you. But in this in this part right here, with this Cain and Abel, and with God already telling us that he calls us according to his will, whether we do good or bad, before we even step out of the womb, he, he's called us according to what he needs us to do. And then he turns around and in 2 Timothy 1 and 7 and tells us, okay, look, I have not given you fear. I have not given you, um, timidity. I have not given you this. I have not. So when we fear, um, the success of others, like, like Abel, Abel did not fear the success of others, but Cain did. He feared that his brother, um, I don't know I can't really speak for him you know but he feared something that fear drove him to commit something that really changed his entire life and so had he took that time again to spend quality time to just know who God was at that time I mean 
before his mom and dad got kicked out of the garden, they were walking with God. Like God was not some, he, he's not even, he, he was literally there. You know, and, and that same desire or that same um, position that his mom and dad had, once they sinned, of course, they got kicked out. And so now being on the outside of him never meant that he was not there. He was there. He came immediately after um, Cain slew his brother. He came and said, where's your brother? Immediately. He, he's always there. So he's proven to be who he says he is. He is always present. So in this situation, again, we want to make sure that learning from this and working through our day, God has not given us the spirit of fear. He gave us power. He gave us love and a sound mind. And those three things are so important. And I love the way the New Living Translation put it. It says, but of power, love, and self-discipline. This is the real reason why I can really sit up here and, and talk forever as a motivational life coach to get... Um, encouragement, you know, to get that that silence of, well, I don't think I can. Mm-mm. That that which we speak can become that which we see. So, in this, I just want you to take away like, no matter what, God, the power that He's talking about in this scripture, it is Him alone. It's not within us. We don't have the power on our own. We don't have strength. We're humans. Okay, we're imperfect. We are, you know but a vapor you know what I'm saying we can come and we can go and it's up to God what he has planned for us and what we really begin to reach in him you know seek after him is what we actually will be able to have power within you know the more time we devote to him the more time we love on him the more time we worship him before we go to work the more time I spend thinking about what can I do for God today how can I help how can I be a blessing today how can I share today what can I do for him today the more we do that the more power we will actually acquire because it is in him the more time we spend with him is where his the power is there it's in him and then we get up and we let our light so shine and I've been in places where you know after I've um, been away for a while I've been working or I've been meditating and I'll come out of the house or I'll go somewhere where I haven't been in a while and people can say like wow you just look brighter and I'm like I haven't done anything you know what, what have you been up to I've been you know just day by day making it you know God is grace and mercy and you know and, and that little bit that I've said had power in it you know power to bring a conversation of correction and that person can ask me you know whatever's on their heart and I'm able to be a witness for God being able to testify to what he has done for me and that's that's how I live out my purpose by being able to be that person to be that witness but I have to go low first I have to go down and search for him and to seek him out so again he has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and self-discipline. This is a voluntary thing. This is not a forced thing. This is not something that is made up on us to do. We voluntarily come to God and say, um, look, Lord, I, I know I ain't, I ain't there where I should be there, but I know I need you. You know, I come and I know that um, it talks about how 
God will create in us a new, a a new spirit. A new, he will he will make what is old new. And that's really what we desire. We desire to to be successful, to think different, to speak different, to live a different life. We have to know how to get there, and that's through the Word of God. To be honest, um, that's my opinion. But through the Word of God, there that's where we can begin to stop feeling the feeling of defeat you know no matter how much you do something no matter how much life can beat on you just like Cain did they his brother just did what he what he knew that was right he did the honest good thing and within ourselves we can be set up to know that um having knowing no good Romans 9 and 12 good or bad happy not knowing we can desire something that's not even for us to even bring bring the past that's why we have to study we have to know him so our last 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 scripture and we're going to get out of here i'm telling you is look it's so foundational for this to be the last one it says consider what i say the lord will give thee understanding in all things not me not lady loach you know not Juanita deloach look don't look to me Mm-mm. Don't don't look for an answer through me. Okay, I I am human. I'm imperfect. I'm gonna make a mistake. But in God, He is a miracle worker. He is God. That is where all understanding truly resides in the first place. We're humans. We could sometimes we can't even wrap our head around you know the fact that God is omnipresent that means that he's everywhere when sometimes we feel like oh well, God can't reach me because I did something or you know that's not for me we when we put him in a box then that's our perception we close off how we see you know in the scripture it talks about um, that at a point of time some ears will close for those that can't hear, let their ears be open. And that's not because it's just there. It's really there for a reason. There's certain places in life where you can get where you can hear a message and then you can get so low, you know, that you cannot hear. You can't hear nothing. You can hear, you can sit in the presence, but you can't, it's not bothering you, it's not affecting you. But at the same time, God allows certain things to transpire in your life so that when you get to that point again, and you could be so desperate for help, so you need him like you never needed him before. That same message is loud and clear, and you can hear the purpose and intention that it's just for you. You know how you go to church, I kid you not, and you sit there and you like, I'm good. I don't need nobody telling me nothing. I'm, I'm dressed up. You know, I just came to know, support my family, and boom, the pastor get up there, and he preaches a message, or she preaches a message, um, that is so foundational to you that you like okay now who in here talking about me you know who in here say my business but it's God it's God knowing that the the things that's on your heart are entangled and he comes to bring that correction he comes to pull that which shouldn't be there out you know sometimes we want to hold on to it and just like Abel he was he was a person that released and we have to be able to know that releasing is a good thing and to and to learn how to release and to be true in that and to be honest because God will will accept that and we don't want to be like Cain we don't want to sit back and 
look at what somebody else is doing because we could we can do the same thing we can really we can do the same thing we have to desire we have to spend that quality time we have to spend the quantity of time spending with him and we have to know that who are we talking to we're talking to Jesus Jesus died for us we have to know that God is with us at all times we have to rehearse scriptures we have to confess with our mouth that we die daily that we will live for him that we will die in him that we will grow up and mature in him look I'm telling you this stuff is something we all have to understand to submit to his understanding and leadership it's gonna be uncomfortable I'm gonna be honest with you but it is worth it it is so worth it so I hope you took a lot away today I hope you can meditate on the good that was in these scriptures um Cain was Cain and Abel was Abel but here's the story God is still God God is still omnipresent just like he was when after Cain um had done what he did God came immediately God was already there. He knew. He asked the question to see if, because God gives us a choice. He gives us a choice to choose, and it's been that way. And so that's where we begin to grow. Do we choose him, or do we choose to say something opposite of what we already know? You know what I'm saying? Because we're doing more damage to ourselves because God said, I already called you before you even stepped out of the womb. Whether you did bad, I knew you was going to do bad. Whether you did good, I knew you was going to do good. I never called you for that reason. I called you because of my purpose. My purpose for you that can be fulfilled if you choose to follow and drop everything and love me. Listen to me. Desire me. Seek me. Fear is not of God. So let me tell you in, in my word, fear, I didn't give you a spirit, a spirit of fear. I gave you a spirit of power. I've given you love. How do you how do you love in a place where it's it's dead? you begin to love God and you will see the beauty in that dry place I'm telling you I'm, I'm speaking out of experience out of unhealthy and healthy environments God is there and that's why we're, we're shedding this dead skin off of us we're not letting it go into 2021 we're letting this dead skin dead opportunities dead conversation dead whatever sometimes you even have to fix the way you respond to people because you have a dead response we have to look inwardly. We have to fix ourselves. We want to fix everybody around us, but we have to fix ourselves. I know that's that's me. I'm quick to try to help somebody else, but I know that right now God is definitely dealing within me. How do I meet his need? Sometimes that's by being quiet. And so now that I'm back, I'm telling you I'm purposeful, I'm intentional, and I'm still quiet. I'm still meek. I'm still learning how to do that, y'all. I'm still learning day by day God has really just blessed me with understanding that the more I seek him the more I spend time educating myself and reading these books and you know um, just really getting the understanding that it's in his control once I let go and I understand it's his power I love the way that he loves and I'll be able to have that sound mind because I'll be able to think and, and know that, it, that I'm, not, I'm not in control, so why worry? But I know y'all got to start your day. I need to get up. I need to start my day. So let's go ahead and close out with our affirmation. But before we go there, I just want to stop and say one more thing. 
the last scripture, 2 Timothy 2 and 7, it definitely says, consider what I say. Consider means meditate, think, harvest, you know, put intentional time to just know what I am saying to you. If you come and study with me, you come and love on me in a way where I can protect you. God is just, he's an awesome God. If you will come for you that don't know him yet, if you would just drop everything every expectation even of what you have for yourself or what the world has for you any labels that you have been given you drop those things and you come to him and consider what he is saying to you i guarantee you it will be the best decision you've ever made i'm a hundred percent i mean i support that a thousand percent i'm telling you he is so good to me I, I, i don't know where i would be without god And so if you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, you don't know him as who he is, you know, I really encourage you to really think, meditate on what he is and who he is and how he is and what he can do for you. And so that was um, my last thing. I know that, you know, maybe you want understanding in an area or maybe you've read the Bible, you don't kind of get it yet or some scriptures, you know, you try to read and it's like, what is this saying? He will give you that understanding. I'm telling you, I promise you, he, anything that God has said, it doesn't come back to him void. If he said it, it's going to come to pass. That's just how he is. Um, God is good. I'm telling y'all, I could really just have like a whole praise break right now. He is really good. Like, he's good. Even though you could be in sin, I'm telling you, Abel died, y'all. He was young young he was a shepherd he, he probably wasn't it didn't take nothing to, to to really kill him he was probably you know i can imagine him being very maybe very tall very lean you know because his job didn't require him to be as strong it was very to it was to watch over the sheep versus cain however he was he was a worker of the ground he was digging his arms he had muscle he had strength he had all the things that god was building him to probably use for the kingdom but he took it and he slew his brother so i'm telling you god is good and he let him live he let him live out a story that we i can speak about right now to know that we can honestly there's there's no way that we can say we don't know who god is we may know it's about the choice and when we make a choice that is where real change happens because we have to commit and if um before we get too far sidetracked you know we have to commit and that's why yesterday i challenged you to think about two things you can commit to or three every day to see your success see your success and see it unfold today we're going to say our affirmations and i want to leave you with one takeaway and so let's go ahead and say our affirmations real quick i believe that good things are happening in me through me and for me right now god is good and he is worthy to be praised y'all i guarantee you if you take away this piece today is the fact that whatever is in you that rises up against god's understanding i want you to write it down if you have a place where um you know you kind of can have a fireplace or do you have like a glass jar you could use and I want you to simply take that paper that those things that that rise up against your understanding I'm not good enough I'm not strong enough I I am imperfect I cannot um 
I'm ugly. Any, any, anything that is coming against you, that's trying to make you feel like you're defeated. I want you to take that paper. I want you to rip it in as many pieces as you can. For the fireplace, I want you to to light that fire and open that fireplace and watch that paper burn. And go ahead and speak over yourself. Second Timothy one and seven. For God has not given me. I want you to change it and put me in there because you got to make it personal now. Because what's coming after you is for it's after you. Okay. And I do. I've done this with my best friend. I'm going to start doing this as a a thing where we begin to just give God the glory. Sometimes we can't. We can't discuss it. You don't want to share it with nobody. That's fine. That's why you can write it and burn it. And as soon as you put it in that fire, you say, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, but of love and of a sound mind. And I have those things. Do you understand? And I will consider what God has told me because he will give me all the understanding I need in him. I'm telling you, once you do this, I want to hear about it. I want you to go on my page. I want you to let me know, hey, I decided to rip one of these pages and this was a phenomenal experience. I don't want you to go in detail about what you released because I want God to convict you on what you share because it's not about what you're doing. and It's not about how you, it's about how he helped you. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we are winners by the word of our testimonies. And so if this helped you, imagine how many people it can help. It helped me. I can vouch my best friend can get on here. She can let you know it helped us. We declared and decreed after that, and we are moving in that. I am not stopping. With negative thoughts, with negative outcomes, with this coronavirus, I am not stopping. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. And when this thing is over, I'm still going to have the same desire to please God, to go after him, to seek him out, and find the answer in Jesus. And I encourage you to do the same. takeaway for you is to seriously sit down and look at where has God brought me from I mean it's such a simple question but I I guarantee that the answer is so huge you know what I'm saying like from a day ago the response I could have gave a week ago the attitude I carried the perception I viewed of something the understanding that I have grown into knowing more God has done something, and I just, I encourage you and myself to, to don't look back, you know, keep moving forward and know that he's been with us, he's been in us, he's been over us, and he's for us, so that's more than what the world, there's more, there's, his, he lives on the end of, inside of us, okay, and we have to practice those things that we know, the Bible tells us that, Greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. And so we must rehearse that. There's times where we see imbalance. And I'm telling you, this is why I started the podcast. I was imbalanced. I was the person that was in an area where it was dead and I was trying to make it work. I was, you know what I'm saying? And I realized that the success in trying to do that was nothing. There was no success. You can work in a dead place, but there would be plenty of work, but there would be no 
completion of feeling as if you were done with something because it's not where God wanted you to be. Um, so like I said, y'all know I'm genuine, transparent. I'm speaking from my heart. And today I had a huge icebreaker and I just wanted to encourage you to let you know to keep going. Um, if you haven't sat down and read a Bible, if you don't have a Bible, look, this is the best investment you could ever, 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 seriously, the best investment you could ever give yourself is to know what God's word says and to trust in him. And I'm telling you, when you lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, you will be able to watch God bless what he has already created for you. Okay? So I want you to get out there, have a great day, smile, enjoy your life. We're still here. Don't don't let this pandemic get in the way of you seeing what God has done and still is doing. This is your girl, Lady Loach. Like, subscribe, and follow me on all social media platforms. And again, if you have not checked out that Facebook page, we do daily conversations, daily quotes in the morning to get you going this is so important to set your morning it sets the tone of your day i encourage you to stay active in the word and do not do not let fear try to silence you